conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Well, earlier this month, civil society organizations joined forces to launch a national campaign called Moments with Men, and it's set to unpack topics surrounding men and identity, fatherhood, and focusing on uh, the boy child. This past weekend, a men's cafe focused on addressing stereotypes and particularly seeking psychosocial support uh, for men. And we thought we'd have this conversation just to really try and understand what the challenges are that men in particular face when it comes to addressing matters of mental wellness. For this conversation, we're joined by Khodzo Sinotwani, who is Program Manager at Generation Gender. Khodzo, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, thank you. is a gender champion for Activate Change Drivers. Sitle, good morning. Hi there. Good morning, Katie. And Nick Nzama is founder of Boys to Men program. And he, of course, was also one of the speakers at the Men's Cafe. Nick, good morning to you too. Good morning, Kathy, and good morning to the listeners of SAFM. Mm, thank you all for making time to be part of this conversation. Nick, uh, I'm going to kick it off with you because I know you might have to leave this conversation at, at any point. But let's talk about then this topic, I suppose, more broadly. What are the challenges when it comes to uh, men and their mental health and mental well-being? Kathy, the, the biggest problem is one um, which I always categorize as abandubazo teens. You know, us as men tend not to speak on things because we fear um, of being ridiculed by society or by people. We don't speak about our failures and our fears. We don't speak about the things that actually worry us the most because we, we, we fear a backlash of some sort. We fear being judged. So if one had to just look at that and stop fearing um, people and actually start looking at ourselves first. A lot of men don't even go to psychologists or see professionals when they've got problems. They don't even speak to people are close to them that they've got a problem. And that, of course, is is part of the problem. Is that you then have a society uh, of of men that are bottling all of these things on the inside. And unfortunately, that the, the 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 unfortunately we are human, and and I don't want to be misquoted as to be justifying GBV or any of any sort. Unfortunately, any human being, be it male or female, if you bottle up things, you are about to burst at some point. So bottling things is not good, whether male or female. And worse, because us as male, once you get to that boiling point, what happens? You become physical. You become violent. You turn to drugs. You turn to alcohol. Khoto, let me bring you in here and perhaps give you a chance to give us your own take over what the challenges are. Um, thank you very much, Kathy. I think um, Ubabi Rama has outlined some of the, the issues that are facing men in particular. But I think uh, broadly we we recognize that mental health, um, mental illness rather, is, is one of the most common health conditions in the world. Um, and we discovered before we... we Hoto, we, I'm we, going to ask you just to try and speak a little bit louder. I'm struggling to hear part of what you're saying. All right. I'll, yeah, I'll try and speak louder. I don't know if you're able to hear me now. Yeah, go for it. 
Yes, um, I think uh, Uba Gunzana has outlined some of the issues that are facing men in particular. But I think um, also important to recognize is that mental, mental illness is something that really affects a lot of people around the world. And um, it's something that we must be working towards addressing. Um, so with regards to uh, our campaign, the idea was that um, given that it's, it's November, uh, it's men's health, Month, um, we're trying to bring awareness to communities about some of the issues that are facing um, men, in particular from the perspective of health. And one of those um, the present concerns is, is the issue of mental health. When when you raise this matter, whether it's in communities, whether it's in forums that are specifically for men, what do you find is the reception? Um. Generally, men are not engaging in, in, in spaces. When we go into communities, um, it is something that we do um, quite frequently in our organization to go into communities to try and understand what are some of the challenges that are facing communities. Um, we find that men are quite reluctant to, to engage in those spaces. And um, it could be that the reluctance to engage is informed generally by men not uh, feeling empowered to be um, to speak openly about their feelings, to, to express themselves um, and, and their emotions. So um, those are some of the challenges that we are facing and um, what we're trying to do is to break uh, those uh, barriers that um, are basically uh, hindering men's um, ability to express themselves and to speak about their emotions. Sike? Mm. Um, Yebo. I'm going to ask you to, to tackle the, the same question then for me. Um, yes, um, it is very um, challenging to, to address these matters in our community. Um, so we don't talk about um, issues that are affecting us, um, Emakaya, because as Obamzama mentioned, so if I'm a man and I'm starting to talk about, let's say, um, experiencing abusive relationship at home, now I'm in this space whereby we are engaging, we are trying to tackle these issues. If now, so hence we are having this campaign to say as men, let us have moment because Okuluma uh, it's something that in the Kulula, especially when it comes to mental health, and we tend to overlook these smaller things, let's see, whereby we are now perpetrators of TPV um, in different forms. You know, I, I read an interesting article this week, and um, it was it was an opinion piece uh, by Velile Nochulwana um, in in the City Press, and and Velile makes an argument that one of the reasons why men struggle with number one even addressing man- matters of mental health is the way in which society has stigmatized. Um, showing emotions and mm-hmm. um, how that is just has has been 
painted as not being appropriate for for men. Hoto, what would you say about that given the interactions that you have with men in communities? What what is behind this lack of engagement and this reluctance to engage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, that that's quite incisive. Um, I think one of the things that we are observing is that um, due to traditional or cultural norms about how men should behave in society, we find that men want to portray, you know, dominance and power and to, you know, um, uh, to act in ways that uh, do not make it possible for them to seek help if they are um, in situations that require for them to go outside and to seek help. So this um, conflict between uh, this this kind of masculinity and seeking treatment is what we are we are seeing when we engage women, uh, when we engage men around issues of mental health in particular. Um, men are not uh, do not feel empowered to want to go out there and you know seek help um, if they are facing issues around mental health. One of the biggest concerns, Nick, when we look at um, the figures, uh, particularly the suicide figures in this country, is that you have an increasing number of men that are resorting to taking their own lives. And that, of course, tells us that you do have a number of men that are battling Um, various types of um, issues around mental wellness, whether it's depression and and others that exist, but they're simply not being addressed. Uh, Kathy, it's a very tough one. I mean, the the, the issues vary so much. Mm. But largely, one of the biggest reasons, as I mentioned earlier on, is us as society, how we stigmatize, not necessarily stigmatize, but how we set certain standards Tigers don't cry. In daughter I Kali. In daughter must. In daughter must. In daughter must. And people say such things with pride that if you are a man and you're not driving a car, you don't deserve to have a woman. If you're not giving a girlfriend allowance, you don't deserve to have a woman. You know, such things, you know. What do those things propel? What do they promote? In a society where we're saying, let us not objectify women, let us not materialize women, let us respect women's rights. But at the same time, we as the very same society turn around and actually say to men, for you to have a good woman, you need to have certain certain things. So once a man is, loses his job, society is the first to say, ah, you are a useless man. Even if your wife is understanding, but society will be the first to laugh at you because the wife is the one bringing in the bacon and you no longer bringing in the bacon. And unfortunately, as much as we can say, let us stop ignoring people, in the, um, people, Abantu Bazotino, what will people say? But unfortunately, it all goes to the heart because the first thing is that we are all human beings and we all have emotions and unfortunately the things that are said they penetrate to the heart and unfortunately as men we've not been uh, just conditioned in general about uh, accepting failure and 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 also accepting um being criticized the way that we are criticized so when society deems you as useless as you are some you are something and, and most men unfortunately cannot take it and when you start having um such issues instead of seeking help and going out there and saying you know what i need psychological help right now i need somebody to talk to i need counseling you then become afraid of what if i go to that person and they also laugh at me 
they ridicule me. And then the next thing I become a topic um, on social media. And people now tend to very, very quickly go to social media um, and, and, and post about people's issues. Such things are not, unfortunately, contributing positively to, to this, um, um, uh, this topic at hand. So the first problem starts with us as society. How do we handle such? We cannot carry on in this era, in this day and age, still be telling young boys, tigers don't cry. You are a man. Toughen up. You must man up, you know. Though that kind of language, unfortunately, does not do us any favor. I speak to young boys around the country. You find young boys still being raised and such. You find a young boy telling you that he got beaten up by other boys. He got home to report the matter. He was beaten up at home and he was told, go back and beat them up. What kind of man are you? You've been beaten up. You've been made to cry by other boys. So we're teaching our boys, unfortunately, the wrong thing about what manhood is. And in, even psychologically, how they process, how a man should process Failure. How do should a man process defeat? You, you've said so many important things, uh, Nick. And you know, it's around number one, language. What is the language that we use um, when men do raise some of these issues? And most importantly, the fact that we live in this patriarchal society, and ultimately the issues that that we face around masculinity are part of what is perpetuated by all of us right mm. and and by mm. all of us i mean society both men and women because Absolutely. it's not just men that are the drivers of patriarchy it is women as well um who in many instances, when a man is being vulnerable, is being emotional, is told, well, you know, why are you crying? You must man up. And and it really pushes us to interrogate, what is this idea of manning up? What is a man? Um, hmm. How do we define that? And, 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 and in turn, how do we use our own perspectives and understanding of what it is and then impose it on the men around us such, such that those that aren't, you know, that don't conform or that, that don't take the box are then pushed into the, this, this corner of silence? Uh, unfortunately, that's the, that's just the thing. You know, I'll give you a simple example, Kathy. You know, um, <laughs> uh, bromance. You know, it's such a foreign concept that if I try and support another brother who's struggling and I just simply just give him a hug, sometimes a person, that's all they need. People will start labeling that, ah, look at those guys, look at them. You know, they then start giving you certain names. You know, they're weak, they're this, they're that, they're this, you know, because we're just not used to it. You know, when a man shows weakness, when a man, sh- when, when a man humbles himself and breaks down and cries, you are a weak man. You know, as you say, you know, what is manning up? When they say toughen up, what is meant by toughening? up what do we want as a society do we want a man who's tough or do we want a man who shows his vulnerability who's in touch with reality who's in, who shows emotions who's loving who's caring but at the same time can show leadership when it's time to show leadership all right we'll continue this conversation in a moment it is now eleven thirty. time for your latest news headlines mpo good morning SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation.
We're talking about the challenges then, the, in particular the stumbling blocks that prevent men from seeking help, from speaking out when it comes to matters of mental wellness. What is it that gets in the way? And I've got an, a number of messages that are coming through here. Anonymous says, Hi, sis Kathy. I'm male and I'm sensitive and show a lot of emotion, which makes me feel like less of a man. Uh, somebody else says, good morning. I think we should also let women know it is not good for them to say to us as men that we must be men and not say what we feel. If a man speaks from an emotional place, the woman should say, stop being a lady and man up. I wonder why uh, it is like that. It's not only by men to men, but even ladies expect us to be emotionless. Uh, that's another view there. Uh, somebody else says, I went to the doctor told him about my situation, my worries, suicidal thoughts. The doctor said, I must not be a weak man. So again, it, it comes back to this idea of what is a man? Tsepo Bale, so you want to share, you want to share your experience on, on this conversation. Good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, well, um, yes, um, my experience with, with the event that we had, it was magnificent. It stood out for me. Um, I'm one person who, who, who has an, an ear for people. People come and talk to me. But I never knew that even I, Tepo, um, need counseling. So mm -hmm. someone offered me from that space, uh, uh counseling, you know, it's, it's so it's, it's it's taboo topic to talk about um, such things, especially nowadays. But I'm glad uh, in, in such uh, initiative of being in there, uh, making people aware. Uh, you know, I was speaking to my dad even the person day. You know, saying yes, I'm from this. It's like mom, my mom is will be like, um, yes, uh. Even your dad needs to go to such sessions, you know, mm -hmm. um, and being um, uh, any any anywhere where such such um, events are being held. And and and, 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 and sorry to come in there, but what did you find about the space that allowed you uh, to be vulnerable to reflect on? your own state of mental well-being and, and realize that, you know, you also need help? Um, uh, I'm, I'm a, uh, I usually speak to the strangers because strangers will never help. Mm. So it was easy for me because within that space, they, I only know um, my members within the activate. Uh, the organizers, but majority of people or people that were there were totally strangers to me. So it was so easy for me to 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 come into a space and be myself and share my experiences. Mm. And having having to hear uh, certain things uh, that it's it's quasi lingual. Um, most of the time we talk 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 talk, but no action. And on top of that, certain things we just say them. But uh, you know, one of the presenters that were there uh, said, um, "We never get to be questioned what we say. Where whatever we say is correct, but we don't know the impact of what 
you're saying to the next person. Mm. It could be something light, but that person could take it otherwise. So it's very, anything, it's, 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 it's helpful to how you, you say it. It matters the most of how you say it. Right. It could be a simple thing mm. and, you know, someone could take otherwise. So the, the, those are some of the things that um, stood up for me, you know. Oh, all right, Tempo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Th- thank you so much for for calling in uh, with that contribution. Uh, I've got a message here that says, "Hi, Kathy. Men must be strong, tough, thick-skinned, and all. Leading isn't for the weak. How else do you distinguish a man from a woman? At this rate, men will soon be fighting uh, to be able to give birth. And you can tell that this was a message sent by a man." who clearly has no idea what it's like to be pregnant or no idea what it's like to give birth. Because (laughs) if you knew what you were talking about, the thought would not even cross your mind. There's nothing weak about giving birth. But yeah, as you were so. But it it is absolutely not the case of anything. Uh, All women and mothers who have given birth especially deserve a special place in society. But that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, it's worrying though when you hear such things, Kathy. I'm sorry to come in. Sure, sure, come in, come in. It's really worrying. You see, those are the things that worry me. Because what does tough enough mean? What does mean? What does it mean? uh, As a man, you must act tough and you must be able to handle things and what have you. Because it simply means one thing for me. That is, when a person says you must be tough when you've got problems, it means simply that if you're not getting your way, then use violence. And if you're not getting your way after that, then you kill yourself. Mm. You know, that is what simply it means. That, mm. So for me to show you that I'm tough, if I'm not going to cry, so what am I going to do? I'm going to beat you up until I get my way with you. If I'm not getting my way with you, if I walk away, it means I'm weak. If I keep quiet, it means I'm weak. If I cry, it means I'm weak. So the only way for me to show strength is when I'm being violent. And that is why we live in such a violent society. Mm. Just put, let's just for a second put aside GPV. That is why we live in such a violent... One of the speakers on Friday actually quoted the figures of how many people that were murdered in, in, in this country last year and what have you. We live in a society whereby if I have a meeting with you now, Kathy, and we don't agree, for me to show you how much of a man I am, I pull out my gun and I kill you and that's it, full stop. That then ends me kudos and out there in the streets like, yo, so and so, you don't mess with them, he's such a tough guy. Because it's about power, right? My way yes. or the highway. Yes. And, and and this is a this is in a society where you have so many people who have different ideas of what life can and should be. And if everybody were Diversity. to get their way, it's just impossible for that to happen. Oh, yeah. It, it just, you know, it, 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 it is a bit disheartening, but it, it, in any case, it shows how much work we still need to do mm-hmm. out there. Sike, let me bring you in here. And in as far again as being a gender champion, Tsepo's call, I think, is important because he's saying being able to talk among strangers is better than amongst people that he knows. And it says a lot about what it is that takes place in the interpersonal relationships of, of men with each other. Um. Yes. Years uh, ago, there's something that Obama um, said um, on the point of meaning up um, as a male 
bamza must say to guti you you need to acknowledge a privilege yako as a male and you need to take a responsibility if uflopile a mom cheat. So for me, that is uh, meaning up. And to come back, um, you point the other um, table. Usually when I'm in these spaces, because I know uh, it is very challenging for men to speak up, I normally share experiences um, so that Uguti Nabo uh, and then we can talk because is stranger in that space. stranger in the space. So with that, but strangers. First, we need to break down the language mental health, depression, um um because when um doing this engagement what is a man and uh, they will define men but men is a provider it's a leader and then basically i now bring them in let's see how um the society has set um standard into so mangala school mangaleyo yabon guti gavulega they can now participate they can now share my experiences or abuto came in a bit kamu guti indota umuntu umeleke ine indota umuntu umelebe family provider but at the end of the day indota before all of that we are human beings galoko siagwazu guti we can now have a proper conversation uh, with these uh, men. Thanks for that, Silke. And Silke, I think, uh, you know, raising an important point, and he says that in the sessions that he runs, often what he does to try and get uh, people to open up is by asking them to give an idea of what they believe a man is. So what is being a man? And often from those definitions uh, is where the conversation begins because you then hear what it is that is coming out of the perceptions that society has built and you can interrogate it once you've you've heard the answers. Are we seeing enough of that, Khodzo? Enough of that interrogation of what it means to be a man? Yeah, I think uh, a very important question, Kathy. I think um, that is a very, very um, profound question to ask um, about men and how they view themselves. I think um, we've well, we've generally been described by society as men, and I think it will be important for us in in order for us to understand how we must sort of behave in society that we um, we begin to 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 question um, these narratives about us that are prevalent in society. Um, one of the the most prevalent descriptions that men are given is that they are trash. Um, so firstly, you, it starts by understanding why society views us in that way and for us to actively address these notions about um, what a man is. Uh, so there are expressions like uh, boys will be boys and uh, men don't cry, uh, all of those things are expressed through um, society, through culture, and it's things that we need to really interrogate. So. Some of these, pla- these spaces that we, we try and initiate in communities um, with CC and other uh, gender champions, 
uh, is to really uh, try and interrogate our own understanding of of our identity as men. And from that uh, point of departure, then we are able to to look at what our role is in society in general. Um, so I think that is a, a very good point to start whenever we engage in issues around gender justice and gender e- equality. It is really to understand who, how we view ourselves in society and what are some of the things that inform our perceptions about ourselves as men. Thanks thanks for that, Khozo. I want to take uh, this voice note before I give Nick a, an opportunity to wrap up as well. Hi, Kathy. Um, I just wanted to share my experience. Um, I had a brother-in-law who who had serious mental health issues. He sought help with a psychiatrist, and I don't think the guy did a very good job. Um, me and my wife tried our best tried to stay with him when we could, tried to cheer him up, tried to, but in the end, he, yeah, he took his own life and it, it was, it was an awful experience. And I just want to tell people who know that, that someone you love is in trouble, um, stay with them, please, and, and be with them. That's all they need sometimes just someone to be with them. Thank you. Um, I'm really sorry to hear about what happened with your, with your brother-in-law. And Nick, very briefly, talks about the responsibility that, that we all have to genuinely be looking out for those around us. We have to. You know, we live in an era where everything now is sentiment-driven, and I think we undermine that. If a sentiment can collapse economies, what about us as human beings? If sentiments can create, can collapse economies around the world, can, so what about us as human beings? We need to watch how we treat each other, what we say to each other, because literally a word can actually send somebody into a mental state. So we need to be very careful of what we say to each other. We right now, condolences to Bafana Stoller's um, family in Pumalanga. Right now, we're dealing with that case where somebody makes a false accusation against somebody and, some, and a young boy, we've lost a young life, all because somebody made a statement that was false against somebody and not caring what that would do to the next person. Let us be mindful what we say to another person. Just because you don't beat somebody up, it doesn't mean you are not abusive. All right. Nick Nzama, let me thank you for your contribution. Sitlen Kosi and Khozo Sinotwani for being part of this conversation. It's where we come to the end of the talking point for this Monday. Of course, as always, we're going to leave you with the book reading, the update at noon coming up at the top of 12 o'clock.